Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Not Worth the Time. Yeah, you know what wasn't worth your time? Going to all of those Thanksgiving things. Was it? It was probably worth your time. You guys probably had a good time. But we're right now in the thick of the holiday season. That's right. We're all right there. A lot of people, I know so many people, I have a lot of friends who consider Halloween the start of the, you know, holiday season. I don't count it. It's not a real thing. It's not, there's no like real, I don't know. It's not, it's a holiday, but it's not a holiday. I just don't count Halloween. And a lot of you are like, you're wrong, Wade. And you should uh, not be such a fuddy daddy. Well, maybe I am. I'm not telling you not to do it. I just don't want to deal with it. I don't have to do everything you do. You know what I mean? We're all in the middle of that holiday season. Did you guys have fun going around to the 30 or 40 different Thanksgiving dinners you had? I bet you bet you did. It was the first time I cooked by a uh, by myself. I wasn't by myself. It was with my girlfriend. We we uh, cooked a Thanksgiving meal for ourselves. That's the first time I've ever had to do that. Um, she had some experience. It seemed like she was on top of it, making sure I didn't burn anything, which is cool. I'm glad she was there to help me through that because, uh, I would ruined it for sure. Would have been bad at it. Would have been so terrible about cooking a ham by myself. You know, you guys can, you guys, uh, participate in any of those, uh, Thanksgiving traditions, like watching the, the Macy's day parade, the Thanksgiving day parade. A lot of people are into that, it seems like. I never got the appeal of that. I I wish they still did what they did back in the day with the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So back in the day, I was reading about this in like the 20s. Actually, in the 30s is when I read this. Uh, they used to, uh, like at the end of the parade, they would just let the balloons go. It was like a festive like little like, hurrah, it's over. And they'd let all the giant balloons fly away. And then... Uh, stitched into every balloon was a tag that said, you get $100 for finding this balloon and bringing it back here. So you got money if you found the balloon. It was like a lottery. Um, unfortunately, that was happening in the 1930s in the midst of the Depression. So uh, people started taking it uh, less as like a luck of the draw and uh, more seeing it as a hunting season. That's right, it's Thanksgiving balloon hunting season. A lot of those balloons were returned back with bullet holes riddled in them. Oh my God, what happened to Woodstock? Uh, you know, we just had to light him up a little bit. He wasn't coming down that fast. And it, it was on its dissension. Like, but, you know, we didn't want to get into Jasper's yard because uh, in his crop field, he would have just, like, ripped it up into shreds. And I don't, I'm a man of the children. And I want the children to see Woodstock for generations and generations. I don't even know if Woodstock was around in the 1930s. What, Popeye? <laughs> they had a giant Popeye air balloon? Or um, maybe some kind of garden gnome? I feel like that's where cartoons were back in the 1930s. I shot down the garden gnome <laughs> balloon from the Macy's Day Parade. You just that going, yeah, and you just make up all these excuses of why you had to shoot it down. It's because your neighbors are assholes, and like you know, those he, he was just gonna let it rot in his field, or turn it into a tent and stable his horses in there. <laughs> you just stable your horses in a giant gnome head. 
That's how you get your horses to obey you. You're like, you have to go inside the giant horse, uh, gnome head. They must stay there and live inside this gnome's head. Somebody probably did that and was hoping that by putting it through the gnome head, eventually it would turn into the magical unicorn. And then they could take that on the side show. Yes, we have a freak show with a real unicorn born out of the head of a ballooned (laughs) dwarf or uh, garden gnome. That's what it was. Balloon garden gnome. Mm. Yeah, but people used to hunt down those balloons, man. And rightfully so. 100 bucks. Great Depression for finding a balloon. You better make sure you make that shot, though, because ammo wasn't cheap back then. No siree. You had to save every dime you had. And if you missed with that, that was a bullet that could have been used for uh, shooting a coyote and making stew. Do people make coyote stew? Let's find out. I I guarantee you there's probably a recipe for coyote stew. Can you eat coyote? Can you eat it, first of all? Coyote. Can you eat coyote? Uh, uh, First, like any meat animal, this animal is safe to eat if cooked thoroughly and properly. Okay, but of course, you know, there's a bunch of diseases, of course, uh, nobody nobody definitely recommends that you eat a coyote, but uh, now let's like stew, uh, coyote stew, stew, uh, let's find out here, uh, no, I want to know, is there a coyote stew, can I get a recipe please, uh, eating coyote crazy, no, I want, um, uh, soup. We'll just put soup. Maybe nobody knows what a stew is anymore. Uh, it just keeps bringing me back to if it's safe to eat. Yes, we know it's safe to eat. Whatever. Anyway, go make some coyote stew in the 1930s. That's what you needed to eat. Actually, maybe coyotes weren't even running around, like, rampant like they are now. They might not have been. Because, like, that's, like, a recent problem, I think, of, like, the introduction of that, of all that, those, uh, crazy coyotes now everywhere in the U.S. mainland. Whatever. They're going to take us over. Them and the cockroaches. They will one day rule the planet. Yeah. But now Thanksgiving's over and we don't have that cool tradition of shooting down Thanksgiving balloons anymore because people think it's bad to fire guns up into the air. Puh, fun haters. God forbid I want to celebrate and can't shoot a couple rounds off in the air. This country. But, you know, you now we're in the midst of, uh, we're in that rush for, uh, you know, getting Christmas presents ready, which I am, whoo, and not, not on top of, guys. I've never been on top of the Christmas game like some people. My fa- the rest of my family seems like they're always on top of it. I am not. Um, I, I went to Walmart and tried to do some browsing around while I was there. I was doing grocery shopping. By the way, I hate the wintertime once you get around this because there's nothing... That's the thing that bothers me more than anything. I, I say, God, I know I say that a lot. But one thing that bothers me, though, is like once it gets like this snowy weather and it's like big fat snow flakes and they're dropping, but it's too hot for them to just like stick as like regular snow, is when you go grocery shopping and you just got a parking lot filled with slush. A slush parking lot with uh, grocery store carts are not meant for off-roading. <laughs> they are meant for smooth aisle transportation. They were not designed to go out into that rugged, jagged Walmart parking lot. Which, let's be honest, no Walmart has a decent parking lot. 
Yeah. Even the area, like what the supposed nice parts of towns don't have good parking lots. And that might have been covered on a po- another podcast uh, episode of you know this show. But it still remains true. There is not one good parking lot that a Walmart exists with. And it's, it, their carts are not meant for that. If, to, in order to go through a Walmart parking lot with a shopping cart, it needs to have snow tires year-round. Because you're going to hit dips. And stri- you don't ever drink a pop that you got in a Walmart grocery store and you put it in your cart and you have to go out to the parking lot. like Because it, it's just going to get rattled and shaken up. Yeah, I guarantee you 8 out of 10 bottles of soda put into a fucking Walmart shopping cart and then walked at least 20 feet or more into the parking lot and back comes back and explodes. 8 out of 10 times. I put money on it, and I promise that happens. I don't know why I'm promising it happens. What I don't get anything out of that. But, man, do I hate a slushy party. And, like, you try to fucking push it, and it starts caking up, and then the wheels stop moving and shit. And then, like, you forget all of a sudden that you're, like, walking through slush, and then you step in it. It's, it, like, when you see puddles, you kind of, you can avoid them. Like, now and then you step into a puddle, and you're like, oh, man, this sucks. But when it's slushy out, it's like having a puddle everywhere. Your back of your jeans are getting wet. They're gonna get wet. And then, like, you just uh, happen to, like, you know, like, go into your car and it kicks up. And, like, you go to push the gas pedal and then you just feel that fucking back of your jean. Like, somehow, like, your, the back of your jean always ends up in the inside of your heel and touching the back of your foot. And you're just like, ugh, ugh. Oh, I hate that feeling so much. Yeah. So, that's what you, that's one reason why people shop online. So, they don't have to. I don't, I don't shop online enough. I always go look at stuff been trying to find toys for my niece that's what i need to do and uh which reminded me of this like story my dad told me not too long ago i found out this this is this changed like some christmases for me i found out my aunt when we would go christmas like for all the toys she got us if anything had any kind of a noise maker in it she would take out the part that made noise Dude, isn't that fucking nuts? She would take out those parts and just all of a sudden, bam, like you just don't have any noise making toys. My dad found this out and she would tell my dad, oh, but you can put them back in later once you guys go home. My aunt didn't want any noise in her house at all. That's how this lady operated. I think it actually backfired on her personally. Like my dad never put the noisemakers back in. Like it's already been assembled. Why deassemble it to reassemble it with the thing in it? Because it, it backfired on her. Because me and my little brother, and uh, we both had active imaginations. So we just made the sound sound even more terrible. You know, like when you... I got a laser gun. She didn't put batteries in it. You think I'm just going to walk around like put, going pew, pew, pew. No, I'm seven. I'm screaming. Turns out this ray gun from the future sounds like a seven-year-old child screaming bloody murder. That's... Like, you fucked up. That's your problem right there. That I don't feel bad for you at all. You brought this on yourself, lady. Just let me use my fucking toys in peace. Yeah. You, you fucking try to silence me. I'll turn this fucking place into a whole nother realm. <laughs> uh, there's something about just wishing I knew that as a child. I would have been even more obnoxious. Just fucking screaming in my aunt's ear. Oh, it would have made me so happy. 
It would have made her miserable. She'd been like, God damn it, why am I born in this time? Just wishing that she was somewhere else in time. But, guys, contrary to popular belief these days, we don't live in the worst time period ever. No. We don't. We really don't. We live in one of the best. I'm talking into a microphone recording my thoughts that people can hear for years now. That's insane. Nobody that was like considered in my position, like if you like did like the, uh, what do you fucking call it, the balancing act of wealth and stuff, like where I'm considered, you know, in uh, modern, uh, back in like uh, the day, I was never allowed to have a voice. I probably couldn't even give my opinion. But here I am, saying into a microphone and screaming about not having toy guns with some noisemakers in them. We live in a great time. Um, but scientists finally have figured out what the uh, when the like worst period of time ever was. According to uh, a medieval historian, Michael McCormick, I think that's his name. The like the worst time period to ever live in was five hundred thirty six. Yeah, that's how long ago. That's when it was the worst. The Black Plague is like not even in the top uh, five. Like the rest of these years and a couple of these decades with this were awful. Um, because get this in uh five thirty six, an Icelandic volcano erupted, dimming the sun for eighteen months. A record say. Uh, summer temperatures dropped by 2.5 Celsius. So we're just living in darkness. Yeah, there were there was not a good time. Imagine that, just like some fall, especially because uh, they say that might happen to us now. Like eventually, like volcanoes will erupt and like cause like a like a just like a blackout and black in the sky and won't get any kind of uh, like nutrients from the sun anymore, which would be not so fun for anybody would it yeah that's a, that'd be a crazy time period just like just breathing in ash all the time all those people are like i'm not a smoker well it doesn't matter anymore now you're breathing in ash whether you like it or not light them up as you fucking hand everybody pack I, I probably would just go out and buy a pack of if i knew like a two days in advance that the the world's gonna end and i'm probably gonna die i'm probably just gonna go buy a carton of cigarettes and just start smoking yeah, we're going to go out in a blaze of glory. And then some other shit happened within this 100-year uh, period. Uh, it was also, uh, so from uh, 536 to 545, <laughs> it sounds like I'm just reading off. These don't seem like real-time years in history, right? Because we're so used to, like, hearing, at least especially for me, I'm used to hearing, like, you know, I've been around since 1991. These are This is the time period I've existed in. So, like, they, they, when I hear this, it sounds like I'm reading time. Like, I'm just reading off. Uh, I am reading time. That's a stupid statement. But it sounds like I'm looking at my wall clock going, yeah, from uh, 536 to 545, it was the coldest uh, <laughs> decade on recorded 2000, in the recorded 2,000 years. Uh, crops fell... <laughs> Failed in Ireland, uh, Scandinavia, uh, Mesopotamia, and China. Whoa. A-O. You know, man, the Irish, we've had... Why, why should I say we? I'm not part of that. I'm lucky. Somehow, like, people during this time survived long enough for me to end up here. And look what I'm doing with the time they gave me. <laughs> but the Irish people, man, they've had shit tons of problems when it comes to crops it happened in back in 564 and then it happens later in 1500 
Woo! Potato famine. We gotta we gotta get hardier soil there. Then let's see here. Oh, dude, this deck this deck it just gets wild and wilder. And then for the next ten minutes, from uh, five forty, actually for one minute, for five forty to five forty one, a second volcanic eruption. The summer dropped even lower in Europe. Man, just living in darkness. Let's see what like I'm just reading the timeline here. Let's go see what it says up here. Um. Do, do, do. A mysterious fog uh, plunged Europe, m the Middle East, and parts of Asia in darkness, uh, day and night for 18 months. For the s sun gave forth its light without brightness, like the moon, during the whole year, uh, wrote uh, a Byzantine historian. Uh, the temperatures fell, like I said. Uh, it was the coldest decade in the last 2,000 recorded years. Uh, snow fell in China. Crops failed. People starved. Irish um, Chronicles recorded a failure of bread from... Oh, wow. Shit. They had a fucking bread shortage for three years in Ireland. <laughs> we couldn't have bread or potatoes. No bread or potatoes. I don't believe we're such a starchy people. And if we don't get a starch, we don't get anything done. That's how that's how we kept getting more and more drunk. Oh, uh, the bubonic plague! Whoa, the bubonic plague struck in the five in five hundred first in Rome, uh, Roman port, and in Egypt. Ooh, wow, dude, this decade sucked. <laughs> this hundred year fucking sucked, dude. Yeah, so think about that next time you're you know, you're you're bummed about your your aunt taking out <laughs> the noisemakers in your space gun. I bet these people would have loved having space guns back then. You know? They also didn't have pets. Or if, like, what we consider pets nowadays would give them deadly diseases and kill them. But now, guys, we have all the proper tools to make sure we're always taken care of, right? Uh, we can always make sure our pets aren't going to kill us. Either, uh, hopefully, not physically, or with a, metabolically with a disease. But there's an ever-waging war out there, guys. On which pet is the best? But there's an article here that's going to tell us 40 reasons to own a cat. I guess it's not saying it's better than dogs, but it's going to give us the reasons why you should own a cat. Because a lot of people say they don't like cats and they don't want... Well, let's find out what they have to say for us. Uh, okay, first of all, you would think that it, like this would lead off with like personality traits. No, this list starts off with home and economy because that's the first thing you think about when you're <laughs> when you're getting a pet is what kind of what kind of uh, impact is this going to have on any kind of carbon footprint I might add. Like it, like the economy part totally get and the home part like you're gonna have to like change the way your house runs um but and like it's gonna affect your wallet but this thing the first thing it's listed here is it yields a lower carbon footprint uh resources needed to feed a cat are relatively minimal they're more eco-friendly apparently um yeah that's the thing that they brought and it even brings up like multiple things about like this 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 is weird like fertilize your lawns and shrubbery you can use cat feces to fertilize your backyard warning do not use them uh on edible plants yeah no shit that's how you get like that fucking parasitic worm that like changes cat brain they're like rat brain chemistry like that one fucking parasite that only reproduces in a cat's stomach and that's how you definitely get it is like in their fecal matter 
and then it goes, if you put it down on your food, whew, no good. By the way, what fucking weirdo person, nobody who lives in the city who has cats, which is where all stray cats are, is in cities, because like, it's easier to survive. Nobody who lives in a city is taking their cat feces and putting it out on their lawn. That is not a good idea. I, I did Something about that seems like totally irresponsible, especially because like, like how you'd have to train your cat to shit right and you'd also have to get like or like shit on a plastic bag or in a box that has like no cat litter because like the cat litter is not going to be good for fertilizer i would think right uh okay uh less interior space uh okay wait offer huge business proposals wait 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 uh has more than 150,000 followers on Instagram. Oh, wow. So not only can you get a fertilizer sample with your cat, you get to you get to become a goddamn mogul by taking pictures of your cat. You trying to tell me cat Instagrams are bigger than dog Instagrams? I refuse to believe that. This is I call malarkey. Okay, here's some ones children. Uh they promote responsibility. Yeah, so does a dog. Okay, what didn't they? Uh, increased allergy protection. Exposure to the furry cats since to uh, toddlerhood can make them immune to allergic reactions. Ah, so if your cat is allergic, if your <laughs> if your cat's allergic to babies, <laughs> you want to have a baby as soon as possible to expose your cat to those babies. My brain is dumb. I just flip flop that so hard. Can you imagine that? If like somebody was just like, "We my my cat's allergic to babies." Well, I better have a baby so I can expose them over periods of time. <laughs> uh, promote empathy, or worst case scenario, they promote uh serial killer tendencies because your child kills that cat and it gets the thirst for blood. Uh, that's worst case scenario, but that's okay. Spiritual. Oh God, this is gonna make me want to barf in my mouth. Uh, repels negative energy. A cat doesn't have special powers. They cannot r repel negative energy. And even if that was true, what about black cats? They supposedly give bad luck. Are you going to tell me that that cat somehow neutralizes itself? <laughs> if you have one in the house, it neutralizes the negative energy from the stray one that crossed in front of your path and it caused you to hit a biker? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Let's see here. Comfort during nightmares. That is true. They will comfort you. That is a nice part. Like when you're sick, your cat will definitely come up and just snuggle with you. Uh, what? A geopathological zone. Cats believe are believed to balance out locations that increase the odds of getting. That increase the odds of getting. What? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay, let's see here. Emotional and social. Uh, we cope with sorrow, uh, teach patience. God damn it, there's nothing. And cats make you feel more impatient than anything. Oh, shit. Guys, it's already that time. Can you believe it? Oh, my God, this podcast just flew by. I guess we'll have to, we're done learning about cats. You can check out the link and learn more about why your cat is probably helping you in more ways than you thought possible. But... For the, it's that's a done and over with. It's no more. Now it's time to help people instead of help having cat relying on cats to help people. We're gonna we're gonna help people helping people by me helping somebody in Denver, Colorado find their misconnection. So this week, like I said, comes from Denver, Colorado. 
It's titled Hot Lady at Youth Basketball Game. Oh, yeah, that's a place you definitely saw. You're going out and trying to find some hot ladies as youth basketball games. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you, you can find some single women at those youth basketball games, and most of them don't have kids. That's right. They're just ladies who go to the youth basketball games. They just like seeing uncoordinated and bad set picks and no defense whatsoever. And especially at those YMCA games. They go there for blood. <laughs> those smoking hot ladies show up to watch these kids just elbow each other in the face. No blood, no foul. Right, ref? You gotta love the YMCA. They just let the boys play. But hot lady at the youth basketball game. It's I was coaching and you were and you walked by with your son. You were uh you're a smoking hot burnet. Uh describing every mom in the building, like not narrowing it down at all. What was the kid's jersey number? <laughs> he just starts like he just like <laughs> the last name was Thomas on the jersey number <laughs> or on the jersey. His number was 42. He was playing at the 12 o'clock on court four. Like, this is like all of a sudden every pedophile is like, okay. Yeah, he just gives way too much information because that's all he can distinguish because all the, the, the basketball moms there all look the same. Wow, caught my attention. Would like to meet you. Please respond if you see this. Okay, I know we talk about this every week, but you, you're you a basket, youth basketball coach at a Basket, youth basketball game, you see some mom walking by, and your a thought is to go, I'm going to go to Craigslist and post this right now, and hopefully that lady is as desperate as me. Well, do you, like, you, sir, are terrible. Like, are, do these people, okay, because you obviously see these people time to time, sometimes. I wonder if some, like, if you, like, it's a frequently one of these posts, do they ever go up to the person and go, did, did, did you see my post? Like, I'm not your friend on Facebook. No, 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 not the Facebook post. I don't have Facebook either. Uh, like, I, I, no, my post. You didn't see the, the, the misconnection post. Misconnection? Like, what are you talking about? You know, on Craigslist, the misconnection. Like, did you check it? I don't even know what. I've never been on Craigslist. I don't even know what that is. How do you not know what Craigslist is? This is where, like, me and you will. That's where we're connecting. That's how we've been communicating. And it turns out this whole time you've been. You know, getting catfished on Craigslist by somebody else sending you messages. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you just, like, next basketball game, like, if you saw him, like, go up and say something to this woman? Like, I don't understand it. I know why you don't, because you're socially awkward. and also, But, like, you have a solid in. Like, you're, especially if you're just, like, not coaching your uh your son like you're just like a volunteer you're like a good person obviously if you if this lady might be single if you notice there was no ring on her she's a single mom you go up and be like yo i volunteer and help out these kids you got an in man but no instead you're fucking up and you're posting this on fucking craigslist and i hope somebody screenshots this somehow knows it's you and shows that lady like hey he was trying to get a hold of you on craigslist she's like oh i'll stay away from it you don't deserve this hot mom <laughs> I'd say that definitively. You don't deserve this hot mom. Not worth the time has spoken. It's not worth your time pursuing her. But you know what is worth your time, guys? Go on to punninggame.com. That's right, where you can find daily 
podcast coming out every week. That's right. We got this show on Mondays, alternating with no, uh, no Rational Thought with Nathan. Tuesdays, you got the Grove podcast. Wednesdays, you got Who Gives F with me and Nathan throwing it down hard, and we got some new surprises coming, so keep an eye out on that one. Thursdays, you got Monster Jamboree, and then Fridays, you got Things About Stuff. Guys, so much good content hitting at you all the time. Also, we've talked about Christmas, talked about getting gifts. It's stressful. You know, it's not stressful as if you go to the puntinggame.com and go to the shop and get yourself a hoodie or a t-shirt or something like that for somebody who listens to the cast. They're going to love it. Get the not worth the time one with the big old clock on it. It doesn't even look like you're listening to a podcast. It just looks like you're fucking making a statement to anybody who walks by you. You're like You're just like, not worth the time. And they're just like, I guess I can talk to that guy. It's the perfect if you don't want people talking to you. So get that hoodie. And don't forget to use promo code LASTCHANCE. That's right. Promo code last chance gets you 10% off your order at the punning game shop. Also, if you maybe uh, or if you just want to get free shipping, use the promo code NWTPOD. That's NWTPOD to get free shipping. Uh, check all that shit out, guys. Dude, uh, I don't have any shows coming up. It's kind of the end of the year. Everything's kind of wrapping up. So I'm there's nothing to promote. No promotion for shows. But I thank you guys for continuing to listen to the podcast. Thank you for supporting the website. Uh, and remember, just go up and talk to the single mom at the basketball game. Don't, I don't know. I don't know what you should do. Do what you feel. Just don't harass people. 